0: Hi everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode of Cannabis Tech Talks, brought to you by PolyScience. This is Patricia Miller, Managing Editor for Cannabis and Tech Today. Let's talk about events. Have you attended a cannabis conference? If you haven't, it's probably time to start. Cannabis events are an awesome opportunity to meet with like-minded people and learn new stuff. All the latest innovations are usually on display, plus attendees get to score awesome swag from exhibitors mostly it's a chance to network and create connections to help your business thrive. So in recognition of MJ Bizcon November 15th through the 18th, we're sitting down with MJ Biz CEO Chris Walsh. Thanks for joining us Chris.
1: Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah. So I'm curious to know what role do you play in sort of coordinating the content for MJ Bizcon?
1: Uh so you know going back to our early days when it was basically just me as MJ Biz Daily doing all the writing, editing myself, writing our fact book, and then the founders and some side support, uh, you know, I I had a huge role in it for many years in the content of um, everything from programming all every session coming up with the topics to finding speakers. Uh, wow. But over time, as I moved more to the business side and the company grew. Uh, I'm more removed from that, so I really, at a high level, work with our content team to identify some of the bigger trends that we see going on in the industry, the hot hot topics, and and the types of things that um, people in the industry need help with. Whether it's you know declining wholesale prices or you know the potential for federal legalization, uh, you know whatever it is, that's where I come in and kind of let's at a high level say, hey, these are some of the themes we need to hit on at the show.
0: Well, so on that note, you, you're doing a state-of-the-industry address. Um, what's your prep process look like for creating that sort of forward look at the industry?
1: Yeah, it's uh, always last minute. Uh, our <laughs> content team knows that my PowerPoint will be the last one coming in. Um, but uh, no, I think it's it's really um, taking a lot of time, probably two months out, to refresh on kind of all the big things that have happened in the industry, which I have a running tally in my head, you know, we write on it every day, I'm out there talking to people all the time in the industry. Uh, So it's, it's, it's like kind of putting it all together again and saying, Okay, what really happened this year? What are the the, where are the trend lines again, and what we're seeing, uh, either with specific developments, uh, or, um, or bigger picture things that kind of connect in the long run, about to really get an idea of where are we as an industry. And so I kind of think that way, and then it's really about, okay, let's whittle this down to uh, how do we present a picture of this industry? What we've seen over the last year, where the changes have come, what were the surprises? What are the challenges businesses face now? What are the opportunities? And then it really, um, once I kind of uh, crystallize that into the main themes, then it's really looking forward and saying, as we look to next year, uh, what are we going to have to stay focused on as an industry and what might we see develop over time? And then I usually end, well, I always end with predictions for the next year, but there's some specific five or six that I throw out there very foolishly because no one can predict anything in this industry. Uh, so I come back on my predictions from last year, see what happened, what didn't, and then uh, foolishly make make new ones for the next year.
0: <laughs> well, I can respect the amount of work that's got to go into that, the foresight, and the hindsight, it can be really difficult to put all those perspectives together, but I think it's probably one of the most anticipated talks of the show. So I appreciate your your efforts on it.
1: <laughs> well, it's a tough one too, you know, because, uh, and I appreciate that, um, you know, everyone views the industry very differently. Mm-hmm. So even, um, you know, even this year, when I talk about the good, the bad and the ugly of what happened. Uh, something that I put in the good column or that someone else does may not be good for someone else. Mm. Uh, Something that could be viewed as bad for the industry or companies may not be viewed as bad. And just a quick example is if you're an MSO, you have a very different view of of things than a mom and pop. And so something that occurred, you know, mainstream companies coming in, for instance, is that good? Well, overall, you can argue it's very good because, you know, you're getting mainstream interest. It's legitimizing the industry. You're getting more Savviness and knowledge and expertise in, but you could also say that's bad, right? It's going to corrupt the cannabis culture. It's just big business coming in. So that's the challenge in in talking about these things is, uh, you know, not everyone agrees on on how you classify something and whether it's a, it's a positive or a negative.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely true. A lot of times in these uh, cannabis tech talks, I'll speak with someone who's got a wildly different perspective than than the very next guest I have. Um, so I imagine that's a challenge, but. Uh, when you're you're looking at this year's event, what do you think makes it um, unique maybe from past years?
1: So, you know, we had the pandemic uh, in 2020 and we moved to virtual events, which was a, a learning experience. It was very hard, hard on people that attended too, right? You can only do so much virtually. And so last year for MJ BizCon, it was really about coming back and doing so, uh, in person again. So we streamlined and we really were just like, let's hold the damn show. Like that's the goal this year get everyone together and celebrate and um and then just do what we do at the core well to get people together um this year was about really enhancing the event and and evolving it to keep up with different wants and needs and that's an ongoing process so what that means this year is you know we segmented our show floor which has gotten so big over the years that uh you know attendees are wandering around nothing's grouped together so You know, if you're there for security uh, services, you might be going from one end of the floor to the other to the other and trying to find them and they're just scattered about. So so what we're trying to do now is lump um, like exhibitors together, you know, so it's a little bit more easier to navigate. So if you're looking for cultivation technology and services, for instance, there's now, you know, that's a massive part of the show floor where all of that is going to sit and it won't just be sprinkled around. Uh, And we're doing that to make it better for attendees to find, you know, the, the companies they want. Uh, and had considered it in years past but the exhibitors didn't really like it because they don't want to be next to their competitors or maybe they're in two different parts of the industry and they say oh you put me over here but then i'm going to miss the people over here so we're we're doing this um basically because of the feedback from attendees that and that will ultimately if they can navigate the show floor better that's ultimately going to help the exhibitors so there's that and then the other big thing i think is really um uh kind of Adding more to the experience of MJ BizCon, and so we're we have some new kind of lounges that are you know more fun and, and looser than we've normally gone. We have an outdoor patio area for the first time that we're we are hosting. That if you have um, registration to the show, you can go out there. There'll be food trucks, there'll be games, there'll be DJs, uh, and adding that kind of m- more fun element. So yes, this is all about business, and we've been careful along the years to make sure that this was a business, this isn't a festival, right? Right. But we're also trying to say, look, you know we we think we're we're at a stage where people are looking for more than just the booths and the sessions and the and this the businessy networking. So trying to add some more fun to the show too, some memorable experiences for people
0: I think that's valuable. I know some of the best times I've had uh during MJ bizcon week were you know afterward at at some of the events that take place in the evening um but I think it's valuable to kind of bring a little more of that vibe you know to the the show floor it's always kind of a balancing act I think we have to do the same thing um, in publishing with cannabis and tech today you know we want it to be businessy and we want it to be technology focused but at the end of the day you want to appeal to the the fun part of it too you know that there's a lot of that um let's take a we'll take a quick uh sponsor break and we'll be right back with more from chris walsh
1: Every cultivator knows that facility design can make or break your grow. So why not choose the team with over 16 years of experience in the industry? Cerna Cultivation Technologies provides floor plan and architectural services, comprehensive HVACD equipment, lighting, and benching, and so much more, all within your budget. It's time to grow your way. Go to Cerna.com. That's S-U-R-N-A.com to learn more.
0: We're back with Chris Walsh, CEO of MJ MJBiz. Um, you've been working in cannabis for many years now. Are you still passionate about it? Is it still something you get excited about? Or at the end of the day, are you like, please don't bring up anything else about cannabis tonight?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think anyone who's been in it for more than a couple of years, uh, and I've been in it for almost 12 now, um, you, you, it varies on the day, right? Um, there's still a lot of excitement around cannabis. Uh, you're starting to see some potential for federal change Finally, um, it's fun to be part of a fast-growing industry uh, where there's unexpected developments every day, um, and, uh, you know, and also just it's a sexy industry, and it's it's uh, something people are interested in, whether they like cannabis or not, and talking about it. So there's a lot of good things about it, but I think it, it's grueling, right? And, and you're in it for a couple years or a decade, and... All that change and all that all those unknowns and uncertainties that come with cannabis and the unique challenges they weigh on you over time, right? So I'm still excited about cannabis, the future of cannabis, uh, MJ BizCon, MJ Biz Daily, all that. But there are times, you know, to be perfectly honest, where you you get exhausted, right? Um, And so, yeah, it's just a balancing act. But the the industry has a lot of potential, and you know, when, when we see things like President Biden love him or hate him, whatever your views are, actually, while he's in office, address marijuana and attempt to do something, even very small at first, um, you see this this change in things from even a decade ago, right? And so being part of, of not only an industry, but a movement with passionate people in it and and a end product that helps people, like that always keeps you going and that always kind of keeps the fire lit.
0: I appreciate that perspective. I think it's easy to get burnt out. And personally, if my friends want to talk about cannabis when I'm off work I'm like I'm good I'm saturated today <laughs> <laughs>
1: right,
0: right. but yeah. uh, how in your opinion how is how is MJ Biz kind of continuing to innovate the event space and why is it still such an important event for people I mean it's it's an excellent event but in some ways I'm surprised it hasn't been displaced because it's it's a was one of the first to do that what keeps it relevant
1: well, we have to stay on our toes, right? And we're always learning. And um, there are times when we haven't stayed as relevant in certain areas uh, as we needed to, and times where you realize that, and times where you're aggressive and you try something, and you know what, it, it wasn't the right thing, like for for the audience. So it really goes back to understanding what the industry wants and needs. And it, the MJ BizCon is not the same MJ BizCon from seven or eight years ago, right? We mentioned the segmentation of the show floor. That's a response to the industry and the needs of the people that are going to be there um, loosening the tie right and having more areas to chill lounges patios things like that is another example um and as we've grown it gets harder to do that because you're the big industry show right and you get 30,000 people um as the industry matures uh people are interested in very specific areas of the industry and it becomes harder to find that at a big trade show when you can go to a small one focused on some niche of the industry or some state that you're interested in And everyone there is part of that, right? So it's very easy. And it might only have 400 people that might be more valuable to you than something with 30,000. So we've got to, we've got to make sure that people can find their tribe or, or whoever they need to find at this. Right. And so we have meetups now on the show floor for cultivators, for retailers again. So if you're looking for like-minded people, you're not just swimming in a sea of tens of thousands of other people looking for something similar. Um, looking to connect right so we do it uh we're we're really trying to lean into those areas and give people better ways to connect with the people they want whether it's investors or exhibitors or each other mentors uh whether they're looking for business vendors whatever it is and then part of that is looking at kind of our pre-show forums that happen before the main event and uh you know we have a psychedelics one now because that's a big part of the cannabis industry a lot of cannabis people are looking at that as an opportunity you know, we've got a new one on marketing for marketing professionals because what we realized along the way was um, the marketing sophistication in this industry was very low for very long. You didn't have a lot of mainstream marketers, professional marketers coming into cannabis. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you have the can- companies really realizing the value of marketing and branding, which they didn't before, didn't know how to do well. So you've got all these marketers in the industry now, a lot of them that came from mainstream, right? And, um, and getting them together to think about marketing, to think about innovations, to talk about uh, all of that, we felt was needed. And that that's a pre-show form, and we've seen a lot of interest in that. So that's how we try and stay relevant and valuable to the industry over time.
0: I appreciate that. And I'm sure it's the last question you want to think about right now as you're on the dawn of um, this year's show. but you know have you got anything exciting on the horizon for future shows are you looking forward already to kind of what's next
1: always 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 looking down the road and i think um you know a lot of uh discussions being had that i think are exciting you know one of the things we have been trying to do and and will might have new options available to us down the road is is transforming mjbizcon um to incorporate more of the brands out there and the retailers. And it, traditionally, you know, brands have been single state, even single city. Uh, retailers, same thing, right? But now you're getting national companies, uh, MSOs. You're getting uh, national edibles companies that are in a dozen states or five states. And so all those people come to MJ BizCon from those areas of the industry, but they're not on the show floor. They're not sponsoring things. They don't have a big booth, right? Because they want to bring their product uh and and for sampling because what do you just bring in some packaging or what are you trying to accomplish so they're there more as as like see the innovation see the services they might want to buy the extraction equipment whatever um but we want to have them more center stage going forward so you know absent any legal changes like in nevada in most of the countries of california you can't have cannabis out there like that at an event Uh, But we have some other ways that we're attempting to bring these types of companies, you know, Hall of Flowers, we teamed up with them for the second year and expanded that. So more along those lines uh, is is what we're looking at.
0: That's exciting. I'll be interested to see how that pans out. Um, And for our listeners, what's the best way for them to keep up with what you're doing, Chris, what your current projects are?
1: Yeah, I mean, MJBiz.com is kind of our overarching company website and you know it's kind of what we do and who we are and what we're working on but you know mjbizdaily.com is our new site uh and you know we value what you guys do the industry and think it's a nice compliment you know because you're digging in and in technology um uh you know it's just through that and then mjbizconference.com is is all about the show coming up so you know if people if people haven't registered you know there's still slots available
0: awesome Well, I appreciate your insight and taking time out of your schedule before the show to talk with us. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing your state of the industry address. Uh, If for our listeners, if you enjoyed today's episode and you want to hear more about emerging technology, be sure to follow us on Apple, iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts and pick up our most recent issue, of course, at Barnes and Noble or for free on canatechtoday.com. We'll be at MJBizCon booth number 2417 so come by and see us, check us out. Uh, we'll be giving away our latest issue. It's hitting fresh uh, at MJ Biz. So I'm excited to share it. Um, and until next time, stay elevated. And uh, thanks again, Chris. It was a pleasure.
1: Thank you. See, you. see you in Vegas.
0: Hey, hello. I'm Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong.
1: Wait, you didn't think people would know who I am? Well, chill. Uh, this is Durachill, this is Durachill, this is Durachill. No, hey, I don't talk like that. You want me to sell this, buy it. Try Durachill or else. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Durachill, you can't go wrong.